Hey, it's Benji Cole, son of Al Cole from CBS Radio and host of People of Distinction. The talk that gives an in-depth view of some of the most dynamic, intelligent, and successful people on the planet. Run to our website, peopleofdistinction.org, for more info. Or you can always email me directly at benji at alcoholenterprises.com. And on the line with us today, we have Donna J. Polsky. We'll be discussing her fantastic book, Same City, Different Storm. Available for purchase through Amazon as well as BarnesandNoble.com. And, you know, I will say that Donna was brought to our network by some of the best movers in the business. Book Launch International Publishing. So if you have a book that you'd like moved, do yourself a favor and contact Book Launch. You can find out more information on them at BookLaunchintl.com. I'm very much looking forward to this. I know you are as well. Without further ado, let's jump right in. Donna, first and foremost, welcome to People of Distinction, and thank you very much for being a guest. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am very, very well. Thank you very much for asking, and also thank you again for being a guest. And listen, I know we have so much information to cover. So Donna, before we go into the book... Let's hold off slightly and let's focus on you as a writer. I mean, first and foremost, when did you first realize that you wanted to be one? Well, it goes way back to when I was a junior in high school. My 11th grade English teacher said there was one good book inside each of us. I believe we were reading To Kill a Mockingbird at the time. And this isn't to suggest that any of us were going to be able to write a book of the same caliber as Harper Lee, but it made the idea more exciting. And what she said really resonated with me. And so it was at that point that I decided I wanted to see if my teacher was right. So I actually wrote a book when I was in my early 20s and submitted it to a publisher, but it was rejected. Naturally, I was very disappointed, and I decided to put the idea of writing a book on hold for a while. I just didn't realize it was going to be quite this long before I would get back to it again, but you know how life is. You know, you get involved in other activities, your career gets going, and like in my case, you work long hours, and family issues come up, and time zips by, and before you know it... (laughs) You're ready to retire. So it wasn't until I was almost ready to retire that the timing finally felt right for me. Beautiful. Well, listen, we're very glad that you did. Uh, Your book, again, seems absolutely incredible. And really, what a great story of inspiration, right? A great story of perseverance, because we can all relate to having dreams, having desires that we want to pursue, But A, that fear is something that is serious to contend with, but then also embarking upon it, getting rejected, and having, again, the perseverance to continue to work at it. And obviously, it worked out in your favor because the book was published, and now you're here on our network. So we absolutely love that. Now, Donna, what inspired you to write the book? Well, I was actually inspired by several things. Uh, First of all, I have a degree in history, and one of my favorite topics has always been Lincoln and the Civil War. So I always knew that I wanted to include some aspect of the war in my story. And secondly, my favorite decade is the 80s. I absolutely love the 80s. It was a great time in my life. I loved the music, the fashion, the I-can-do-anything attitude. And because I love the 80s so much, 
I wanted to write about that time period as well. So I was really excited when I found a way to write a story that would connect both time periods. But even more than that, I wanted to write a story that people could relate to regardless of what time period uh, was involved. Mm -hmm. So part of the book is the story about Kellen McKenna. She's a teenager who, at the very beginning of the book, loses her mother. Then her father decides to move the two of them to Washington, D.C., just two months before the start of the Civil War. So I know that Kevin's world is turned completely upside down, and I think we can all relate to the feeling of everything around you is falling apart. Absolutely. The other part of the story is about Shelby Baylor. She's a single career woman in her 20s. She's trying to navigate her life through work, dating, an awkward relationship with her mother, uh, sexual harassment, and then a newly discovered passion for ballroom dancing. So I know there are plenty of women out there who've experienced some of these same issues that Shelby's dealing with and can relate to how she feels. Um, maybe not the ballroom dancing part, but the rest of it. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the um, what really inspired me. Fantastic. You know, and, and where do you get the information and ideas for your book? Well, obviously, because of my interest in the Civil War, I've done a lot of reading about the period in, in the first place. And uh, I did uh, additional reading uh, and fact-checking because I wanted to make sure that all of my details were accurate before placing part of the story in that time period. As for the 80s, well... I mean, obviously, I lived through the decade, and I have plenty of personal mementos um, on hand from back then. But I also did a fair amount of fact-checking um, on details of the 80s as well. As for the storylines themselves, well, some of them uh, were taken from my own personal experiences, such as the death of my mother, um, oh, competing in ballroom dancing, because I did do that in the 80s. And unfortunately, sexual harassment, um, because I was actually um, harassed at uh, two different jobs. Oh, my goodness. I, well, I'm so sorry to hear, A, about the, the passing of your mother, but also the experience that you had to go through. Um, I mean, no, no person, regardless male or female, uh, should ever have to go and encounter such a circumstance but of course we are very well aware that it affects women on a much larger scale than it does uh, men so my apologies that you had to go through that donna now next question that i'd love to get into so we know a little bit about the book we know about your background and your process in terms of what inspired you to embark upon the journey now how long did it take you to write the book i'd say it took me about three years uh, it was longer than I thought it would take, but because I was doing the research, um, and that always adds to the amount of time it takes. So, um, you know, I'm setting up the storyboard and completing the editing, plus factoring the time done doing the research. I'd say it was about three years. It was very important to me to make sure that I had my historical facts as accurate as possible. Again. Here in the line with Donna J. Polsky, 
We're discussing her fantastic book, Same City, Different Storm, available for purchase through Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Donna, I'm curious, when it comes to the book itself, what would you say is a key theme or message in the book that you really want to make sure our listening audience is aware of? What I'd like the readers to take away from the book is the understanding that, yes, everyone's life is very busy, and yes, everyone has countless obligations, but the bottom line is that everything isn't about you. We can't turn a blind eye to the world around us. We have an obligation to others as much as we do to ourselves. We need to think about the other guy, too, and help where we can. Um, what we do to help doesn't have to be something big or burdensome. Even simple acts of kindness can make a difference. Uh, it, it, for an example, just smiling at the next guy you see could have the consequence of lifting that person's spirits and improving their day. Um, the important thing is just to expand your view beyond yourself. And Donna, what was your biggest challenge in writing the book? The biggest challenge I had in writing the book was the fact that I'm a perfectionist. It made editing the book a very long process. <laughs> no matter what I'd written, I always thought I could do something better. So I, I wanted every choice I made with the word to be perfect. So I kept going through the book over and over and over again. And Finally, I just had to tell myself that it was done. I had to be satisfied. The book was finished. <laughs> well, listen, as a as a fellow artist, I can truly relate, right? I mean, there's always more that you want to do. And this is, it's it's almost like your child, right? I mean, it, it's your creation. So to go through and just finalize it, it never quite feels right. <laughs> you know, there's always more right. you want to tweak and always more you want to add. So I could definitely relate to what you just said. Well, now on the opposite side of that coin, so we talked about the biggest challenge. What was a highlight for you? There are actually three special moments for me. The first one was when I signed off on the last edit and I actually called the book finished. It was an enormous pleasure for me to be able to say to myself that I had written a book. The second moment was when a physical copy of my book arrived from the publisher and I actually held it in my hand. It was physical proof that I had achieved my dream. And the third moment, and it was a it was a special one for me, was when people I knew who read the book told me how much they liked it because it was at that moment that I felt like a success. Sticking with the same vein, but we talked about highlight, but now slightly varying from that, what was one of the most surprising things you learned in writing the book? The most surprising thing that I learned was that writing the book is only half the story. When you write a book, you want your voice to be heard. But that can only happen if people know your book exists. So that's why I've been really anxious to talk with you today. I knew that it would be a perfect opportunity to highlight my book and hopefully get people to, interested in my story. Well, listen, we're going to do everything that we can, of course, to market and, and really help assist in this. You know, I'm curious, in addition to, of course, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, because that's where we can go to purchase the book. 
But how can our listening audience as well as your readers interact with you? Are you on social media? Well, I am on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is under my name, Donna J. Polsky. And I would love to talk to anybody who's interested in um, talking to me or um, talking about my book. You know, and as we start to tie up this fantastic interview, Donna, curious, what does your family think of your writing? I've never been married and I don't have any kids, so I have a very small family. Uh, Basically, it's just my two brothers and me. So one brother was very supportive of my uh, efforts. The other brother, however, thought writing a book and getting it published was a rather unrealistic idea. So I actually used his attitude as motivation while I was writing the book. And I'd say the fact that I'm talking to you today is proof that you should never let anyone else's attitude keep you from going after your dream. Because I didn't let him stop me, and here I am. Absolutely. You know, and and what a great way to tie up this fantastic interview, because I often like to ask authors, as I stated before, I'm a fellow artist. Now, I'm in a different medium. I'm an actor and a filmmaker based here in Los Angeles, but... The years that we've had this platform, I I always feel almost obligated in a sense. And then, you know, obligated is the wrong word because it it carries a negative connotation in many senses. But I always want to put it forward to other artists out there listening in to really offer assistance in any way possible. And to have, A, what we discussed earlier at the very beginning of the interview about how You know, this was something that you wanted to do and you wrote the book and you put it out for a publishing company, but was rejected, shelved it for a little bit and then came back around to it and again, persevered and then got the book published. That that story of inspiration and perseverance was great words of wisdom for anybody out there. But then also what you said kind of ties into that as well. Guys, there are always going to be the naysayers, right? And listen, sometimes they're not against what your beliefs are or what your dreams are, what you're aspiring to do because they wish you ill intent. You know, sometimes they're doing it because, you know, maybe they feel, they truly feel that that is the better option for you. And they're trying to save you from pain or trying to save you from failure. Listen, at the end of the day, it's your life. and You have to be the one to live it. Now, that may not always be very easy in certain moments, right? And of course, it will come with its fair share of obstacles in front of you. But Donna is a living, breathing example of why, listen, sometimes it's good to take advice and sometimes you have to know when to turn away from it. Because ultimately, this was something she was passionate about. This was something that she really had committed herself to. And regardless of any negativity coming from anybody, but in this instance, of course, it was her brother. She knew that for herself, this was something she had to do. And this was something she had to push for. And I absolutely love that because that is, of course, something that we can all relate. Whether we're talking about writing and publishing a book or anything. Guys, if you stop and you really analyze your life, there have been so many forks in the road that I'm sure you have come across where you were you were caught in this battle. You were caught in this juxtaposition of what you were to do. And of course, pursuing your dream, pursuing your desire 
is ultimately what you want. But as we stated a number of times already, the fear of failure that comes along with that is daunting. But at the end of the day, listen, if you move forward and it doesn't go the way that you want, you're no worse off than you were when you started, right? A lot of times taking that leap of faith, your mind will play tricks on you, right? And you have that fear and the hesitation. But at the end of the day, that what if I personally feel, and I'm sure Donna can relate because this is why she continued to go through with it. That lingering question of what if, to me, I think is much more daunting than the fear of failure. Yeah, if I fail, I fail, but at least I tried. And sometimes you just have to go with what's in your heart and really what your desire is and everything else will kind of fall by the wayside and fall into the place where it needs to be. Guys, we've discussed so much today, but what is amazing about this is we've barely scratched the surface. We know some of the key points with regards to her book, but all of the different nuances in between, all the the things below the surface have yet to be discovered. And that's why the onus now falls on you. Amazon, Barnes & Noble are the places you have to go. Same city, different storm is the title you have to pick up. And Donna J. Polsky is the author you have to thank for bringing it to your table. You surely will not be disappointed. I know why I am really looking forward to this book. Why are you? Head on over there and do yourself a favor and pick up a copy. Donna, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you once again for being a guest with us today on People of Distinction. Thank you very much for allowing me the opportunity to speak with you today. 